Well, good morning, church. I've been guaranteed that there were no Pastor Jeremy's injured in the making of that video. Who would have thought that that video would be the low energy moment of the service today? <laughs> it's my privilege to introduce our speaker today, Pastor Luis. Uh, and uh, Pastor Luis has a translator with him today, Andre. And we're excited to have you here, Andre. We're so thankful for your willingness to make everything known to us so that we can understand. <laughs> Uh, Pastor Luis has been a part of our congregation for the last few months, and before that, he planted three different churches in Venezuela, and for the last six years, has been a pastor at Children of God Church in Venezuela. However, because of persecution and threats on his life, as you're going to hear about, uh, Pastor Luis and his family and other families from Venezuela have fled that country and come up here through the connections with Hope for Venezuela and now are a part of our community and our church family. And every Saturday night, they gather in order to praise God and pray and do some discipleship work together on Saturday evenings at the Prior Lake campus. Yeah. And we're... <laughs> yep. We're excited about that. We're excited to have you as a part of our church family. And we're really excited to hear the word that God's put on Thank your heart. You. So I'm going to stop talking and you take it away, Pastor Luis. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hola a todos. Como ya saben, mi nombre es Luis Gabriel Ortiz. Vengo de Venezuela. Hello, everyone. As all of you know, my name is Luis Ortiz, and I come from Venezuela. Mi muy amada y hermosa esposa, Luz Mayra, y yo tenemos 14 años de casados. His wife and his, his beautiful wife. <laughs> it's kind of awkward. And beloved, you have to say And that. beloved, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have 14 years of marriage. Mind El Señor nos ha bendecido con dos hermosos hijos. And we have been blessed with two beautiful kids. Um, al principio yo estaba preocupado por mi inglés. The beginning I was a little concerned about my English. Porque todavía no había escuchado el español de ustedes. Because at that point I was uh, I didn't heard your Spanish. <laughs> so I think we're fine. Ahora me siento mejor. Now I feel better. Y así como yo les perdono su español, ustedes me perdonan mi inglés. And the same way I'm forgiving you for your Spanish, please forgive our, our English. En el tiempo que llevo sirviendo al Señor, sé lo que es estar de rodillas, con mis manos detrás de la cabeza, con mis ojos cerrados esperando un disparo. So, for as long as I've as been as a believer, I know what it is being on my knees, praying with the gun, aiming me, you know, my, right behind my, my head. Um, un mes después de que me secuestraron, secuestraron a mi papá en la iglesia. A month after I was kidnapped, some guys kidnapped my dad at his church. Después de eso, las amenazas de muerte llegaban a, al teléfono de nuestra familia, diciéndonos after, que nos matarían. After that, threats of death. You know, they will just come to us and threaten us that they will kill us, the whole family. Y a nuestros hijos. And they will kill our kids. Y para hacernos saber que hablaban en serio, nos hicieron más de 30 disparos en la oficina de mis padres. And just to prove that they were serious about it, they shot three, 30 times at his dad's office. Después de shit, eso. Shit it, whatever, you know, gone. 30 times. <laughs> Just 30? Just, just, just 30. After that, um, uh, hombres armados vinieron a mi casa. Después de eso, guys with guns <laughs> came to my house. Y meses después, secuestraron a mi hermano Elias, the hopper guy. <laughs> And after, months later, 
They kidnapped my brother, the hip hopper guy. Lo secuestraron con sus hijos y apuntaron sus armas en la cara de los niños. They kidnapped him with his kids and they were, you know, aiming their guns towards them, even the kids. También sabíamos que querían apresarnos por un largo tiempo. And we knew that they wanted to put us in jail for a long time. Así que la decisión de salir del país se tomó en horas. The decision to leave the country took us only hours. Y en las siguientes dos semanas estábamos dejando nuestras familias, nuestros hogares, nuestros amigos. So in the following two weeks, uh, we were leaving our house, our families, our friends, everything behind. Pero todo eso obra para que con alegría glorifiquemos el santo nombre del Señor. But all of that works together so we can joyfully glorify his name. Él en su misericordia nos ha pescado en la red que ha sido tejida en su fidelidad, en su santidad y en su amor. In his mercy he has fished us in that net that is being net with his love, holiness and sacrifice, I guess. And love. And love, amor. So in Mark 1:17 says, so in Marcos 1:17 dice, <laughs> Good job. You're tricking me. Gotcha. <laughs> and Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Y Jesús les dijo, Vengan a mí, yo los haré pescadores de hombres. Fishing consists of taking fish out their natural environment. Pescar consiste en sacar al pez fuera de su ambiente natural. Jesus removed us from our sinful nature. Jesús nos removió de esa naturaleza pecaminosa. And if we have been fished for Christ, it is because we no longer live in a sinful nature and now We are fishers of men. Y si hemos sido pescados por Jesús, significa de que ya no vivimos en una condición pecaminosa, sino que ahora somos pescadores de hombres. Un día mi papá llegó a mi casa con un libro que impactó mi vida. One day my dad came home with a book that actually impacted me. Y terminó de empujarme con más pasión a servir a Cristo. And it really pushed me, really pushed me to follow the Lord with more passion. Ese libro se titula Torturado por Cristo de okay, Richard Rembrandt. I'll translate to translate it better. That book is called Torture for Christ, not by Christ. I did it last year. But by the name of the guy again? Oh, Richard Wimbrand. Rembrandt. Yes. yes. Esto sucedió en Rumania. This happened in Romania. Y un extracto de ese libro cuenta que los comunistas convocaron un congreso de todos los grupos cristianos en el edificio de nuestro parlamento. And a piece of that book says the communists called a congress of all Christian groups in our parliament building. Asistieron unos cuatro mil sacerdotes y pastores y eligieron nada más y nada menos que a Joseph Stanley como presidente honorario de dicho congreso. Some 4,000 priests and pastors attended, electing none other than Joseph, Joseph Stanley as an honorary president of the Congress. Al mismo tiempo, él era el presidente del movimiento mundial ateo y un asesino en masa de cristianos. At the same time, he was the president of the world atheist movement and the mass murderer of Christians. Uno tras otro, obispos y pastores se levantaron en aquel recinto para declarar que el comunismo y el cristianismo fundamentalmente son lo mismo y que por lo tanto podían coexistir. 
one after another, bishops and pastors stood up in, in that room to declare that communism and Christianity are fundamentally the same and therefore could coexist. Un ministro tras otro ensalzó al comunismo y aseguró que al nuevo gobierno que podría contar con la lealtad de la iglesia. One minister after another extolled communism and assured the new government that it could count on the loyalty of the church. Mi esposa y yo estábamos presentes en ese congreso. My wife and I were present at that congress. Ella que estaba sentada cerca de mí me dijo, Richard, levántate y limpia la cara de Cristo de tanta vergüenza. So she was sitting near me, said to me, Richard, get up and cleanse the face of Christ of so much shame. Están escupiendo en su cara. They're spitting on his face. Le dije, si lo hago, pierdes a tu esposo. I told her, if I do that, you lose your husband. Ella respondió, she no replied, deseo tener a un cobarde por esposo. I don't want to have a coward as a husband. Richard habló ese día con valentía, predicando a Cristo, y se transmitió a nivel nacional, y fue arrestado y cruelmente torturado. He preached the gospel, he preached Jesus at that time. He stood up and he was broadcasted nationally and then he was persecuted and, in, and he was tortured and imprisoned. A eso llamo yo ser pescado por Cristo. That's what I mean when I say being fished by Jesus. Ahora me pregunto si con nuestra valentía, conducta, carácter, so, orden de prioridades... Just one. With our bravery, our character, and everything, are we? Estamos escribiendo la historia que va a impactar a la siguiente generación. Are we actually writing the the story, the history of those that is going to impact the next generation? You know, the history that is going to impact the, impact the next generation. Are we writing that out? Do you make your most important decisions? Based on eternity. Una pregunta. ¿Haces tus decisiones más importantes basadas en la eternidad? En Colosenses 3.2 dice, concentren su atención en las cosas de arriba, Colossians 3, no 2, en las de la tierra. Says, set your mind on things above and not on things on earth. Nobody knows the hour or the day. Nadie sabe la hora y el día. But supposed that you just found out that Christ is coming in the next 20 minutes. Pero imagínate que tú te apenas te acabas de dar cuenta o te dijeron que en los próximos 20 minutos el Señor viene. Would you have done exactly what you did last week? ¿Tú hubieses hecho exactamente lo mismo que hiciste la semana pasada? What would you have done differently? ¿Qué hubieses hecho diferente? Intelectualmente, todos sabemos que algún día moriremos. Intellectually, we all know that one day we're going to die. Right? Pero muchos de nosotros tendemos a vivir como si nuestra vida terrenal fuera a durar para siempre. Y la clave está en que siempre debemos vivir como si Cristo fuera a venir en los próximos 20 minutos. Eso es compromiso. ¿Está tu vida trayendo a otros a la palabra de Dios y a Jesucristo? Is your life attracting others to the word of God and to Jesus Christ? Your behavior? Tu comportamiento? What do you think of when you hear the word church? 
¿Qué piensas cuando escuchas la palabra iglesia? For many people, the, the church is a, is a place to, to find help. Para muchos es un lugar donde encuentran ayuda. For others, it is a place to give help. Para otros es un lugar donde dan ayuda. For others, it is a place to learn the word of God on Sundays. El otro es simplemente un lugar donde van y aprenden la palabra de Dios los domingos. Y la iglesia es todo eso, pero mucho más. But the church is all of that and even more. Ahora, ¿cuál era el concepto de iglesia que tenía en el primer siglo? But now, what, is, what was the concept that they had in the first century about the church? ¿Te imaginas orar con tal fervor al punto de que este lugar tiemble literalmente? Can you picture yourself praying with such fervor that this place will be shaken? Eso sucedió precisamente en la iglesia del primer siglo. That's exactly what happened the, with the church of the first century. Of the first century. En Hechos 4:31 dice que cuando los creyentes terminaron de orar, el lugar donde estaban reunidos tembló. Fueron llenos de todos del Espíritu Santo y siguieron anunciando valientemente el mensaje de Dios. So in Acts 4:31 says, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. En resumen, un grupo de personas que se reunían para orar con el propósito de predicar el Evangelio. So basically, what I'm saying is a lot, a group of people that they gather to pray with a purpose, with the goal of preaching the gospel. Fueron llenas del Espíritu Santo y, y continuaron predicando valientemente el mensaje de Dios. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they continued preaching the gospel of the kingdom. What seems to me to be the most impressive thing about the text. Lo que parece lo más relevante para mí, lo más impresionante del texto es. Is that it says that all. Dice que todos. Not some. No algunos. No even the majority. No la mayoría. All were filled with the Holy Spirit and courageously went out to preach the gospel. Todos fueron llenos del Espíritu Santo y con coraje, con valentía fueron a predicar el evangelio. Regardless of whether they were launched to be devoured for the lions, a pesar de que eso implicaría que se fueran fueran lanzados a los leones, in the Roman Coliseum, in front of the entire crowd that cruelly shouted to the lions. En la misma el Coliseo gritaba, lánzenlo a los leones, lánzenlo a los leones. Hoy muchos de nosotros estamos lejos de ser perseguidos de esa manera. Right now we're far from being persecuted that way, many of us, right? Y hoy no luchamos con el miedo de ser asesinados. But we don't fight, we don't go against the fear, you know, of being assassinated or murdered. Pero, pero sí luchamos con el monstruo de la pereza. But we're actually fighting and facing the, well, struggling actually, the the monster of the giant of laziness. Frecuentemente aprovechas la oportunidad para predicar el evangelio. Do you often take advantage of an opportunity to preach the gospel? Ora frecuentemente para ser un obrero en la obra de Cristo. Do you pray frequently to be a worker in the work of, of Christ? Podemos describir todo un libro escribir todo un libro para definir y, y describir a la iglesia y aprender de su maravillosa y dramática historia. We can devote, you know, we can just write a whole book 
of the history of the church and you know the beautiful history of the church but pero hay hay tres puntos que me urge compartir hoy but there's three things that I want to share with you and it's that really urge me to share with you tres puntos que completaron el concepto que he tenido de iglesia three things that fulfill the concept or the definition of what church is tres puntos que sacudieron mi muy amado y cómodo asiento dominical Three things that actually shaken or shook the, my comfortable and lovely seat of Sunday services. Nosotros somos el cuerpo de Cristo. We are the body of Christ and Messiah. Como iglesia somos el cuerpo de Cristo. As, as church, we are the body of Jesus. Of y, una, y un cuerpo está formado por células. And a body is, you know, is composed. Made up or, of cells. There right? you go, made up. <laughs> Good, yeah. It's better. I'm leaving. Thank you. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> He's made up of cells. Está hecho de Ahora, una célula, científicamente, una célula se considera una célula viva cuando cumple tres funciones. No dos de tres. Tres funciones. So a cell is considered that it's alive and healthy when actually it fulfills or does three things, three main functions. Nutrition, Nutrición, relationship, and reproduction. Y reproduction. The cells of the body are nourished by the air we inhale and the water and food we eat. Las células de nuestro cuerpo son mantenidas o sustentadas por el aire que inhalamos y por la comida que comemos. That's providing health to the body. Esa es la forma como se produce la salud del cuerpo. These cells in turn communicate with other cells by chemical reactions to unite according their functions. So, las células se comunican entre ellas por, a través de reacciones para comunicar su función y llevarla a cabo. Then they grow until they are uh, large enough to reproduce and thus multiply and sustain development, así growth, que, healing and life to the body. Okay, you got to repeat that. <laughs> a, así que ellos crezcan los, crecen lo suficiente para así eh, llevar salud, desarrollar, desarrollarse, crecer, crecer y dar vida al cuerpo. Y le digo, okay. <risa> Easy. <risa> okay. Okay. En Jesús en Mateo 4.4 dijo, escrito está, no solo del pan vivirá el hombre, sino de toda palabra que sale de la boca de Dios. So Jesus in Matthew 4.4 said, but he answered, it is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of that comes from the mouth of God. Eso es nutrición. That's nutrition. ¿Te alimentas diariamente de la palabra de Dios, la oración y, y alabar a Dios, o solo es un asunto dominical? So do you feed daily on the word of God, prayer and praising God, or is it just a Sunday matter? Jesús mismo dijo en Juan 13:35, el amor que tengan los unos por los otros será la prueba ante el mundo de que ustedes son mis discípulos. So Jesus said it in John 13:35 says by these all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Procuras amar a los demás como Cristo te amó? Do you actually seek to love the the others the way he loved you? Oh, there you go. Entendemos que el amor que nos tengamos los unos a los otros es la señal del, para el mundo de que somos discípulos de Cristo. Do we really understand that the sign for the world to know that we are disciples of Jesus is that we love one another? Y Jesús dijo en Mateo 28, del 18 al 20, 
Toda potestad me es dada en el cielo y en la tierra. Por tanto, id y hacer discípulos a todas las naciones, bautizándolos en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo y enseñándoles que guarden todas las cosas que yo les he mandado. Y aquí yo estoy con ustedes todos los días hasta el fin del mundo. I do Amen. not have it memorized in English. I'm going to read it. So Matthew 28, 18 to 20 says, And Jesus come, came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and in the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Así que nutrirnos diariamente en la palabra de Dios, la oración y las alabanzas. So, getting that nutrition from the Word of God, praising God, and prayer. Amar como Cristo nos ama y hacer discípulos no es, un, no, es, no es una sugerencia de parte de Cristo, es un mandamiento. Love, uh, love others the way Jesus loves us. And making disciples is not actually a, it's not a choice, it's a commandment. La palabra discípulo viene de disciplina. So the word disciple comes from the word discipline. Y eso significa que es el conjunto de normas y reglas para la correcta realización de algo. So discipline is a set of norms and rules that for the correct performance of something. En Juan 8:31 Jesús lo volvió a enseñar. In John 8:31 he said it again. Él dijo a los que creyeron en él, ustedes son verdaderamente mis discípulos si se mantienen fieles a mis enseñanzas. So John 8:31 says, so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Así que básicamente ser discípulo de Cristo es practicar sus enseñanzas y enseñar a otros a que practiquen las enseñanzas de Cristo. So basically being a disciple of Jesus means practicing You know, his teachings and teaching others to practice the teachings of Jesus. Hacer discípulo no significa hacer a otros para que sean como yo. To make disciples doesn't mean that I'm just going to make them like me. Sino como Cristo. I'm going to make them like Jesus. Y lo segundo que aprendemos del texto... The second thing we learn from the text es que el Señor dividió a los creyentes de los discípulos. He divided in this text and the rest the, 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 the believers with the disciples. You know, the separation is clear. Porque no es difícil conseguir personas que se identifiquen como cristianos. Because it's not hard to find people that actually they, they can identify themselves as believers, as Christians. Lo difícil es conseguir personas que practiquen las enseñanzas de Cristo. What is really difficult is to find people that they really, really practice the disciplines of Jesus. Que estén comprometidos con sus mandamientos. People that are committed with his commandments. La diferencia es que el creyente se preocupa es por la reputación que tiene en la iglesia. So the difference between a disciple and a believer is that the believer is concerned about the reputation that he has in the church. El discípulo se ocupa de mantener la, viva la llama del amor y cumplir los mandamientos de Cristo. The disciple actually is concerned about keeping the fire of love within him 
on burning and keeping the commandments. Recordemos lo que el Señor le dijo a la iglesia de Sardis en Apocalipsis 3:1. So remember what he, Jesus said to the church in Sardis in Revelation 3:1. Yo sé todo lo que haces y que tienes la reputación de estar vivo, pero estás muerto. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, uh. but you are dead. Y eso no fue escrito para un grupo de ateos. <laughs> that was not written for a group of atheists or not believers. Fue escrito para la iglesia. It was written for and to the church. Así que yo sé que en algún momento te tocará hablarle a personas que saben más de la Biblia que tú. So I know that there's a point in your life that you're going to get to talk to people that they know more about the Bible than you. Than you do. Pero no se trata de la teoría que tenemos. But it's not about the knowledge and theory that you have. La pregunta que tenemos que hacernos es The question that we, we got to ask ourselves is ese conocimiento nos está llevando a amar a nuestro enemigo. Is that knowledge taking me and bringing me to love my enemy? Ese conocimiento nos está nos ha hecho capaz de perdonar. Is that knowledge has that knowledge made me capable of forgiving? Ese conocimiento nos ha hecho más compasivos. Has that knowledge made me more compassionate? Me ha llevado a pagar bien por mal. Has that has has this knowledge made me pay good for bad? A ver la viga de mi propio ojo. And even to see the bin on my eye, or in my eye. A dominar mi lengua. To control my tongue. A dominar el enojo. To control my anger or the anger. A tener pensamientos puros. To have pure thoughts. A caminar en fidelidad. To walk in loyalty to him. A ser más honesto. To be more honest. Nos ha llevado más a la presencia de Dios. Has this knowledge taken me closer to the presence of God? Entonces el primer paso para ser discípulos So the first step to be a disciple es mostrar que hemos sido transformados por el conocimiento que hemos adquirido. Is to show that we have been transformed by the knowledge that we have acquired. Like Romans 12, 1-2 to Como Romanos 12, 1-2 ¿Por qué es que nosotros en la iglesia sabemos comportarnos? Porque es que, oh, because we can, we know how to perform in church, right? We know how to do that. Sabemos manejar bien el lenguaje evangélico. We know how to, to manage and to perform with this Christian or evangelical lingo. Hi, God bless you. Hi, God bless you. Dios te bendiga. Oh, aleluya. Oh, aleluya. Y tiene que ser aleluya. And it has to be ale, aleluya. Porque si no, no hay unción. Because otherwise there's not enough unction, you know. Pero mientras podemos sonreírle a los demás, others, somos capaces de mantener orgullo, rivalidad, rivalry, jealousy, resentment, resentimiento, y aún así mantener way, una buena reputación en la iglesia. Pero es el amor sincero que nos tengamos los unos a los otros lo que testifica de que somos discípulos de Cristo but what really testifies that we are his disciples is the sincere genuine love that we have for one another y eso muestra que su palabra está viva en nosotros that proves that his word is alive within us in us ese amor nos, trans ese amor nos transforma that love Can transform nos une us, y nos impulsa a ser discípulos. And us to be 
Un creyente es una lámpara sin aceite. A believer is just a lamp without oil. Tiene la teoría, they pero have, no tiene el amor. They have the theory, but they don't have love. Y si no puede alumbrarse a sí mismo, ¿cómo podrá alumbrar a alguien más? But if this person cannot light his own path, how can he light others? Así que un creyente no puede formar a un discípulo. So that's why a believer cannot make a disciple. Ahora el segundo el segundo paso para so, ser discípulos. The second step to be a disciple es orar con pasión por ello. Is to pray fervently with passion for it. Como la iglesia del primer siglo. Like the church of the first century. Entendían que reunirse they knew that and they era, understood that being united era orar por la valentía que iban a necesitar. Is, was for the meaning of gathering is to pray for the boldness that they will require to, para predicar el evangelio. to preach the gospel. Y Jesús lo volvió a enseñar en Lucas 10.2. So that's why he taught us again. He said it again in Luke 10.2. Cuando él dijo, la cosecha es mucha y los trabajadores son pocos. When he said, Uh, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. Therefore, pidan pues al dueño de la cosecha que envíe trabajadores para recogerla. Ask the owner of the crop to send workers to harvest it. En lo personal, no creo que Jesús haya dicho eso con alegría. Personally, I, I don't think that he said this with happiness. Porque el deseo del Señor es que todos oremos para más trabajadores. Because the desire of the Lord is for all of us to pray to send more workers. Todos fueron llenos del Espíritu Santo, no algunos. We were all filled with the Holy Spirit, not just a few or some. Ora frecuentemente para que el Señor te dé discípulos y envíe trabajadores a recoger la cosecha. Do you pray with do you pray fervently for the Lord to give you disciples and send workers to reap the harvest? En tu trabajo, your work, tu familia, in, en tu entorno, your family, your environment. El primer paso First step is dar testimonio de tu amor. Testify of your love. Y orar fervientemente por eso. And fervently pray for that as well. Yo creo que si todos nos unimos en ese propósito. Believe that if we all have that as a goal, if we have that in mind as a goal. Como ese lugar de la iglesia tembló. And in the same way that place was shaken. Nosotros podemos hacer temblar Minnesota con la palabra de Dios. We can make Minnesota tremble with the word of God and shake. Yeah, amen. En Hechos eh, capítulo 1, versículo 8. Acts 1:8. Dice, pero recibiréis poder cuando haya venido sobre vosotros el Espíritu Santo y me seréis testigo en Jerusalén, en toda Judea, en Samaria y hasta lo último de la tierra. Says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Recibimos poder para testificar a Cristo. We receive power to testify Jesus, to testify about him. About him. Cuando las personas me dicen que no se sienten cerca de Dios. When they, people, when they come to me and they say, I don't feel close to God. Yo les pregunto que con qué frecuencia ellos comparten su fe. I ask them. How often do you share your faith with others? Porque Dios nos empodera para su misión. Because he empowers us, empowers us 
for his mission. Y si no estamos viviendo en esa misión, es difícil que experimentemos el poder de Dios. And if we're not living in that mission, it is very difficult to really experience the power of God. Si nosotros queremos experimentar el Espíritu Santo, if we really want to experience the Holy Spirit, el poder de que habla en Hechos 1:8, the power that speaks about uh, Acts 1:8, debemos testificar de Cristo. We need to testify about Jesus. Ahora la mayoría de nosotros usamos estoy esperando que Dios revele su llamado en mi vida. And many of us we use this excuse of oh, I'm just waiting for the Lord to reveal his calling to my life como un medio para evitar la acción. ¿Escuchaste a Dios llamándote a sentarte frente al televisor ayer? ¿O para ir a tus últimas vacaciones? ¿O hacer ejercicios en las mañanas? Or to work out the Probablemente no, you pero aún así did. lo hiciste. But you still did it, right? Y el punto no es que las vacaciones o el ejercicio estén mal. Sino que somos rápidos para racionalizar nuestro entretenimiento but y prioridades. But we're quick to rationalize our entertainment and priorities. Pero lentos para comprometernos a servir a Dios. But super slow to commit and to, to serve the Lord. Si entendemos Hechos hecho 4.31 Si entendemos Hechos 1.8 Nos vamos a dar cuenta que salir a ser discípulos es un asunto de todos. No es un programa un programa de la iglesia. It's not just one program or one ministry of, of the church. Es la misión de la iglesia. It's the mission of the church. Any Venezuelan says amen? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, gracias. They're more kind than you. <laughs> so más amable que Miren, todo esto pasará. All of this is going to go away. Y, y todos nos enfrentaremos a una eternidad. We're, go, we're all going to face eternity Con Cristo, with Christ en, y otros sin Cristo. and others without Christ. Y en ese momento, and in that moment, we will realize that the only thing that was worth of giving our life into or to era llevar el mensaje que provee salvación y vida eterna en Cristo Jesús. Was to bring the message to people that message that brings life and salvation, eternal life and salvation. Y sabemos que esto nos puede meter en problemas a veces. And we know this is going to, you know, create trouble for us. Si Juan el Bautista se hubiera callado, no le hubieran arrancado la cabeza. If John the Baptist would have been remained would have been remain uh, would have remained silent. They would not be, he wouldn't be decapitated, right? If that made any sense with my message. Okay, good. You understand. Yeah, I know. Holy Spirit is in the midst. Translate. Solo tenía que quedarse callado. He would just need to be silent. That's all what it will take for him to remain alive. Si leen Hechos capítulo 4, If you read Acts chapter 4, verán que cuando apresaron a Juan y a Pedro, you'll see that when John and Peter were in prison. 
No le pidieron que dejaran de creer en Cristo. They did not ask him to stop believing in Jesus in Christ. Le pidieron que dejaran de predicarlo. They asked him to stop preaching him. Tú no eres peligroso por lo que sabes. You're not a danger for society for what you know. Tú eres peligroso por lo que haces con lo que sabes. You are dangerous when you know what you do with what you know. <laughs> I didn't make sense for me. Let me say it again. You are dangerous when you practice what you know. There you go. Hallelujah. <laughs> Good. It, it's not easy the way that I, I, I talk, so I yeah, understand Yeah, he speaks him. backward. I got to end the end. Wait, anyways. Así que muchas, muchas veces los discípulos no fueron perseguidos por lo que creían. Many times the disciples were not persecuted for what they believed. Sino por lo que compartían. But for what they shared. Porque se multiplicaban. Because they multiplied. En 2 Timoteo 3.12 2 Timothy 3.12 Dice, es cierto, y todo el que quiera vivir una vida de sumisión a Dios en Cristo sufrirá persecución. Huh. Indeed. All who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Ahora, si no somos cristianos comprometidos con la misión de la iglesia. Now, if we're not believers, Christians actually, committed with the vision of the church. No tenemos por qué preocuparnos por la persecución. We really don't have to be concerned about persecution at all. No será para los creyentes. It's not about, it's not Persecution is not a, a, a concern for the believers. Es para los discípulos que it's, no pueden ser callados ni detenidos. It's for the disciples that cannot be silenced or stopped. Que entienden que se unen por una misión en común. That they understand, they understand that they gather with one mission in mind. Predicar el evangelio. To preach the gospel. En la historia he visto que la persecución no espera por la iglesia. In history, I've noticed that persecution doesn't wait, or is not waiting for the church. Es la iglesia la que provoca la persecución. It's the church that provokes the persecution. Por personas llenas del Espíritu Santo. For people filled with the Holy Spirit. Que no pueden ser calladas. They cannot be silent. No pueden ser detenidas. They cannot be stopped. Ante la pasión que los impulsa. In front of that passion, with that passion that they have in their hearts, because of it. They cannot. Y no siempre vamos a predicar en aguas tranquilas. And we're not always going to preach in calm waters. Pero es lo que hacemos. But that's what we're actually doing. Es lo que somos. That's what we are. Somos pescadores de hombres. We are fishers of men. We are fishers of men. Do you, do you understand that? Somos pescadores de, men, de hombres. ¿Entiendes eso? Uh, yo quisiera hacer una breve oración si me lo permiten I would like to just pray shortly if you allow me to ¿Puedo? Can I? Quisiera que todos oráramos I would like for all of us to pray Y antes de orar quisiera recordarles algo And before praying I would like to remind you something Apocalipsis dice Revelation says que millones y millones de ángeles thousands and uh, millions and millions of angels están postrados delante del trono del cordero they're bowing down in front of the throne of the, the lamb diciendo santo 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 es el cordero crying holy 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 is the lamb y en este momento tenemos la oportunidad de sincronizar nuestros corazones con ellos and right now we can synchronize eso our está sucediendo with ahora him, with them 
That's happening right now. Ahora, so we can join them. Mi oración es que el Espíritu Santo so my, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit mueva en nosotros can move within us lo que Cristo nos ha mandado hacer. What Jesus has commanded us to do. Y que la próxima generación that the next generation tenga que hablar de Friendship Church they'll have to talk, they have something to say about Friendship Church contando de cómo sacudieron a Minnesota. Telling them how much Friendship Church shaken or shook the Minnesota. Padre Santo, Heavenly Father, queremos exaltar tu santo nombre. We want to exalt your holy name. Es un honor para nosotros. It is an honor for us estar ante tu presencia. To be in front of your presence. Sin merecerlos. Without deserving it. Sin siendo indignos. Being so unworthy. Pero tu misericordia but it's because of your mercy. Es tan grande como tu santidad. Your mercy that is as big as your holiness. Señor, Oh, oh Lord, queremos que tu Espíritu Santo lidere nuestras vidas, can lead our lives en los mandamientos de Cristo, in the commandments of Jesus, con valentía, with bravery, with boldness, y que el, el, el amor que el Espíritu Santo nos dé, that this love that the Holy Spirit provides, nos impida quedarnos callados, we, he, he would just not let us be silent at all para hacer luz en medio de la oscuridad y darte toda la gloria toda la honra en el nombre de Jesús Amén 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 I hope to see you soon Lord willing and the creek don't rise